I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Got a high tackle. Back to Hodge. That's a goal, I think. It is. Hodge has done it from nowhere. He's better done it. The first team in the 18-team competition to go back to back to back. They're three pieces. Collingwood by a point. Lockyer brings it in. Ryder sandwich between two pies. Back of the Packers, Windelich. Quick handball to Hocking. Back to Lovett Murray. He goes short. It's a mark to Zaharakis. Zaharakis has kicked the goal. The Bombers are in front of the G. You are now listening to the Molten Fantasy Sports Podcast. Good afternoon, everybody. This is the Molten Fantasy Sport Podcast, and we're going live without even any advertising. So hopefully there's a few people out there that are getting some notifications to jump on and ask some questions. My name is Rob Kennedy, or the Super Coach Hawk, your host, and sitting here with my good friend, Big Horse, Mickey Dell. How are you, mate? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, a Big Horse is in the building. How are we, Robert? Mate, I'm good. I'm good. Robert, that's a first. That's a first yeah. that I've picked up on there. Normally only my mother. I'll let you I'll let you get away with yeah. one, mate. I'll let you get Thank away you. with one. And it's a four-day weekend, plus we're it leading is. into a blockbuster game tonight. So you know what? Robert can Robert can slide for this one time. I'm sitting in my office actually at the moment. I've uh, made sure I had a lunch on the fly so that I could get myself 30 minutes to jump on with my good mate and to yeah. talk to everybody out there about trades. Uh, we want to talk about break-evens. We want to make sure that we talk about captain choices because I think some quick decisions need to be made with, as I said, some absolute blockbusters coming on. So be aware, anybody could walk in that door at any point. Um, but that's what we're here for, a little bit of fun. So let's dive in. Make sure if anyone is watching along, click subscribe. Make sure you join in and follow us along and support us the way that others support us as we do this. Um, and make sure you drop in any questions. We're here to answer them and uh, and hopefully give you guys some information to get your teams ready 
for this next big round. Um, mm. Off the top, mate, I feel like we should start with probably the number one talking point and the obvious trade that everybody is looking at is, is Darcy Cameron. So a lot of people brought him in. Did you end up bringing him in? I did. I did. I, did. I brought him in. So sorry to the however many thousand people. It must be my touch that that messed him up. So apologies in advance. Hopefully it doesn't happen to LDU this week. Um, but, yeah, he's, you know, he's out for six to eight. You've got to move on from him. And... Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how the Pies are going to tackle their ruck situation given their lack of depth there. Well, we did release here that obviously uh, Alex Johnson's jumping in there. You talked about uh, Billy Frampton being an option to jump in and McStay taking it as that sort of second ruck option. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, uh, I'm confu- not confused. I can see why they've done it. I don't agree with it. I don't like making trades to then knowing that you're probably going to make a trade later on. So and what mm-hmm. I mean by that is, is people are bringing, getting out at Darcy Cameron and bringing in Brody Grundy. Now, I can see the yeah. scores. I can see the numbers he's going to put up. I just don't buy the adage of, it's okay. In four weeks' time when Gorn comes back, I'll just move him sideways to somebody else. I don't know. Where does that sit with you? I'm big on the English or the wits should be the option mm-hmm. when it comes to Darcy Cameron. Yeah, if you're spending that much money, you may as well just go English, who is the number one super coach scorer in the league at the moment, only 100K extra. When uh, Grundy was scoring 70s and then pumps out, what, 130 last week. And now Gorn might be back in two or three weeks. He might be back in four weeks. You know, we've seen with Tom Stewart, it was four to six weeks to start off with. And then he's back within a week. So, yeah, for me, you just, you tread carefully there. Yeah, my my big one now when it comes to trades is unless they're making me definite cash straight away Mm -hmm. um, and, and possibly continue to have that job security to grow the cash, or there's somebody that I'm actually looking that will stay in that top six role for that position, I'm probably leaving it alone. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know it's very early in the season. I know we have more trades, but I plan on using my boost again when it gets to um, the buy rounds and things like that. So I've had to avoid, I'll get to my team in a bit. I know you'll get to yours, but um, yeah. yeah, to me, Brody Grundy, the Brody Grundy to Darcy Cameron, I'm not sold. Let's um before we go to break evens, let's let's throw a question up on the board. NJB, I've got a feeling that's Mr. Nathan, our producer of the group. Uh, is Oliver a solid set and forget C moving forward? Oh, we love the NRL man getting on here and asking good questions. Good question. Um, look, I'm looking at the VC first. We're on we're on Thursday. So making sure we have a look at the VC option to where that loophole might come in. I'm pretty sure Melbourne play a little bit later, so I could see him being the C option that people go to. Uh What's your thoughts? Melbourne are playing West Coast. Now, I went and had a little bit of a look at Oliver's stats last year. Now, if there ever was a time that he did have a bit of an off game, he didn't have many last year, it was sometimes against weaker teams. Uh Where's your thoughts on a player like Oliver Uh against weaker teams versus like a Petrarca who could get that outside ball and maybe kick three goals and have 32 touches. Where's your thoughts there? Spot on. So um, for those that don't really follow Supercoach that well, uh, when a a game is a blowout, your more premium point scorers who are in your middle, uh, they're not going to score as frequently because you get higher points in closer games. The West Coast versus Melbourne game, this has a potential to be a 100-point demolition over there. So... When, you, when you're talking about a C option, for me, any week but this week, I still think Oliver's going to score his 120, but I don't think it's yeah. going to be over the top. 
given West Coast's lack of depth, you could see, you know, Grundy could go big this week. You know, he could, he could make some money because Bailey Williams, like he's not a very good ruckman. But then you've got Petraka, your flashy players who, you know, they're going to get the ball on the outside. And again, with West Coast's lack of depth, your flashy players are players that kick goals and players that take the game on a bit. They're probably more likely to score a little bit better this week. And uh, like I anticipate the game to go over by half time. So whoever's scoring well up until half time, you'll, you'll more often than find that they're the big point scorers by the end of the game. And again, so I'll throw to you before, before you move on. Sorry. If Melbourne are up big, why wouldn't they rest Oliver? Why wouldn't they rest Petraka? Why wouldn't they give him extra time on the pine and give your fringe players a bit of time in position to uh, to get a run in and get match fitness up? So I'll give you the stats. So he had four games under 100 last year, albeit a 99 was this one, was against West Coast last year. So just a little bit of food for thought for everybody. Look, I, I think you'll still score big. I don't think it's a set and a forget. I think there's a few options there. But, yeah, we might start talking about some VC options and captain options in a little bit. We've got a few questions coming through, which is great. That's We've got great. a bit of banter going yeah. on, which is great. Ryan Parry. Uh, letting Nick uh, needs to, to smile a little bit more. Yeah. He does smile. Look at this. Look at that face. Look at that face. It's not a, a face just for radio for everyone watching on YouTube. <laughs> um, Justin, our, oh, Justin, mate, he's, he's, he's around, which is good to see. Uh, LDU, Captain Set and Forget. He's definitely riding the, the ruse train, and why wouldn't you? I like that he's brought this up. G'day, my brother, Justin. Love that you're jumping on, mate, and we do miss you. I actually really like this as a VC option this week. Mm. Carlton have Cripps, Kennedy, Hewitt, you know, Sarah or Chera, all big body midfielders. Kangaroos have LDU and not much else when you're talking about taller and bigger body midfielders. So for the and I anticipate that this game's actually going to be quite close. Like there's some banter getting around that Collingwood are going to pump the pants off the Kangas, which you know what, if they get the ball forward of centre. The Kangaroos' lack of depth in um, their defence, it may happen. But if the Kangas win or get first use out of the middle and um, and hit the scoreboard, who knows? So in order for that to happen, LDU needs to have a big game. And if he does, like he's he's going really, really large this game. There'll be a lot of contested possessions in there. Mate, I reckon everyone has to be really smart with their VC this week. There's going to be quite a few non-playing rookies sitting on people's benches. There's no way everybody's burning those trades, especially when there's a lot of players sitting on two games played that if they get mm -hmm. themselves right, they're going to come back and get some more and get some cash. You know, we've got another uh, another one here from Ryan as well, sort of saying, you know, VC should go to the bond 100% against Richmond. It's not a bad shout. You know, um, who is it? Madden's not playing till Sunday. If Constable doesn't get picked, he's not playing till late on Saturday. Um, if people hold on to Chester for some reason and don't burn the trade right away, he's not playing yeah. till Sunday as well. There's so many options for possible VCs yeah. leading into a quality captain choice. For me, for me, my VCs, I'm umming and ahhing over Dacos tonight against the Lions at the Gabba or holding out till Saturday morning for a, a Rory Laird versus uh, versus the Dockers, which is the first game on on Saturday. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of a lot of choices out there, and uh, mate, there's a lot of great chat, which is good. So yeah. here's one from Kanga Jacob: Is it worth boosting Goda to Buckley? My other trades would be uh, Darcy Cameron to English. I really like that one. Callahan to Phillips, if named. Where do we touch that first? First and foremost, I like Cameron to English. It was something we were just talking about earlier. I think that's a mm -hmm. great choice. 
Callahan to Phillips. I'm going to throw one more name in there, which is Rouston at uh, GWS. So if you go and have a look at CBAs, now I know Phillips has averaged more and mm-hmm. will possibly and has a better break even this week. But mm-hmm. when uh, LDU and Simkin played, Phillips had zero CBA entrance donuts. Yeah. Last week, with GWS having a full squad, Kelly back, Green back, Canelio in, um, I think I feel like I'm missing one. Or actually, Callahan. I think it is. Yeah, it's Rouston. Rouston still went in for 59% of CBAs. That is a good number. Now, I know he's a lower price, but I'm looking at job security and entrance in that middle. So maybe Rouston is another one to have a look at. But what's your thoughts on go to Buckley? Uh, if you haven't burnt too many trades yet, I would absolutely 100% do it. I've gone back because there have been a few people that have asked us about this Buckley. And to be honest with you, I had Buckley's idea on what he was like. Um, he's a good intercept defender. He, he doesn't look overly clean with the ball, but he uses it well. Like it's just got one of those awkward quick kicking styles. He's a bit thin, but um, he plays a lot like that Sam Taylor. That, that they have down there. And Sam Taylor was scoring really well last year. It almost looks as though Sam Taylor is now that lockdown big back for them and they've got Buckley sort of playing off a little bit. So given the money that Buckley could make, I think that's that's a fair shout and I like that you brought that up. Yeah, I think I think it all comes down, how, like you said at the start, um, Dell. I reckon it's, it all comes down to how many trades he's used and if yeah. he's looking at this to be someone that you bring on your field at the same time. So yeah. Buckley's still got a, a minus 40 uh, break even, so there's points mm-hmm. to be had there. He's getting good scores. So, look, without seeing the whole balance of your team, I like the Callahan to move to either to Phillips or Rouston. Go and have a look. Yeah. And I like the, the Cam to English. The go to the Buckley just depends on the balance of your team and the number of trades. I do want to bring up just with um, Ryan's comment about the VC on Bont. So it's yeah. just started. It's just started raining down here. It's meant to rain today, tomorrow, and Saturday. It's at the G. It'll be it'll be slippery. It won't be clean. I know Bont and Belly's a clean type player, but when you're talking about wet conditions, the only real players that go large in the wet are your inside bulls. That you know they they get the hard balls out and. They accumulate their points that way. So, so my POD libbers looking, looking good, mate. Hopefully again to go another yeah, I, I, Well, against Richmond, yeah, I think so. Yep. Beautiful. Mate, we've got so many questions coming through. So I love that we had an agenda, but I'm just going to go to the people and uh, and try and answer a few questions because there's a few really good ones coming through as well. A couple doubling up in certain areas. Um, I don't even know how to pronounce that. EO Heavy? EO Heavy? Thanks for your question. Your hippie. I want to. I want to. I want to know. I want to know more about this person. Got a couple of really good questions here. So, bring in Clary or LDU this week, and also, and is Chandler worth uh, to bring in this week? Thinking about Warple and uh, Horn Francis to Oliver or LDU and Chandler. But would it be? A, oh, would but I need to field Chandler? Well, first and foremost, I don't think fielding Chandler is too much of an issue. I think he's shown that he's getting some scores on the board. I think his break-even is still minus 42. He's uh-huh. going to be my in this week for Chessa. I'm going to bring him in. Um, and then I've also got a bit of backup then for if Setterfield doesn't play, I can move Horn Francis possibly up to my midfield. Um, and then Chandler will be a player for my forward line. So feel comfortable there. 
Um, thinking about Warple and Horn Francis to Oliver or LDU. Um, look, I'm still big that Horn Francis has a really good role still to play at Port Adelaide. If I was moving anyone, it would be Warple. Um, just because, look, Mitchell's throwing the markers around the place. So, again, if you're burning trades, yeah, go you that way. That's all right. I'll, I'll hold down the fort. There's enough questions here to keep me occupied, which is good. Um, so I would I would choose Warple to move out over Horn Francis. I think Horn Francis still got some points to be made. Oliver and LDU, mm-hmm. mate, toss of a coin. I've got a lot of Kangas fans listening along. So, look, LDU I think still has a little bit to prove, but he's going absolutely ballistic. He's going to increase in value, so not a bad option. Uh, Oliver, you know 100% what you're going to get, so I guess it comes down to the balance of your mm-hmm. team. Yeah. Now, that's similar to what uh, Damien Carroll, good demo, how are you, mate? Um, you know, this Oliver chat has got me questioning whether I should reverse my trade and bring him in next week. Um, I guess it depends on what that is. Yeah, yeah you go, mate. If you don't, if you don't have him, wait. I'd bring in LDU, hundred percent. Yep, I think it's it's going to be a belting over there. I like I've got him, and but I can't see him scoring mega. So I, I think, yeah, LDU. If he well, he should play. He's been past clear to fit. I think he's got. Um, more of a chance to go really large this week than what Oliver does. Can I throw one out there? I'm going to throw one out to you, which is a lot of people have gone very quiet on the two-gamer, and especially because he missed last week. I know a lot of people held him, but the people that didn't even have him to begin with, like myself, Jacob Hopper, um, still sitting with a really good break-even. He's down in that 300000 price mark. Um, For some people to start thinking whether they're choosing between LDU and Clary, but maybe the money's too much. Why didn't you think about possibly just Hopper this week and then Clary becomes a little bit later? What, what's what's your thoughts there? Okay, so round one against Carlton, it was slippery. He looked ordinary with the ball in hand. He was a bit fumbly. It's going to be wet again this week. And back to how you were saying, are you bringing him in to be a keeper or are you bringing him in to make money and then move on from him? So uh, if, you, He's a three, if you don't... Is, have- but is he a two-thirds of the season keeper? Like he's a he's a till you start really getting to the end of the season, he's that last guy that you might sort of promote up to a, a final primo just yeah, to jump from only, that ninety five average real, like to one hundred and fifteen. What he scored a nine was it a ninety nine in one game? He scored mm. his sixty odd in one game. Richmond, apart from Rioli, one game. Nan Curvis, who's been consistent, and Baker. Who else has gotten over a hundred? Oh, sorry, Taranto. No yep. one else has gotten over a hundred. So. Yep. I don't see him being a long-term keeper, no. All right. Let's start talking about some of the big break-evens this week and whether – I won't I won't allow you to just have a one-word answer, but let's go through a couple and I want you to just give me your straight thoughts on yep. what would you do with these players. So sitting at the top with a minus 72 BE, uh, Joel Amati. Yeah, I'm just – I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You've got Logan McDonald. You've got Lance Franklin down there. Yeah, he's played well, but – How's his role going to look moving forward? If you're looking to make some quick cash, yeah, go nuts, but he's not a keeper for me. And they played Hawthorne. Let's not forget. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's push past Harry Sheasel. He's still is still there with minus 59. We know about Harry. Is he still uh, minus 59? Still minus 59 BE. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Wow. He's already gone up 106. He's already up 106K and he's still at a minus 59. I mean, his numbers are phenomenal. He's averaging 116. It's just he, ridiculous. Yeah, he could be it's, the first rookie that you keep for the season. Yeah, oh, flat out. I mean, he's going to get DPP status soon too, forward defence. It's just a no-brainer. 
Will Phillips is sitting at minus 52. We've talked about him a little bit about look at his CBA roles. Um, for anyone who sort of just jumped on, we've got a few a few viewers right now. Make sure you ask some questions, but join the Phillips, league code. Yeah, the Phillips mm-hmm. v. Rouston conversation I think is a really good one. Charlie Constable still at minus 52 and only on a two-gamer. So if he's named, yeah, Constable, where does he sit? Do you, have we heard much word of whether he's going to get back in this week? Flanders is out with a knee. He's six to eight weeks. So there's a chance he may come back. Is he going to play his back role or will he go through the middle? He's probably going to go through the middle now that Weller's back. And Weller played that role fairly well last week. So Weller and Long together down back, they were pretty good. Wilmot or McKenna, which one are you putting to the bench then if possibly Constable plays? Or you could loophole it anyway. Yeah, if anyone tags Dacos tonight, it's Wilmot for me. I think okay. Starsevich is a stopper, but he's more of a – he's probably going to go to Bobby Hill for me. He's yep. like a yep. stopper in small forwards. Darcy cool. Wilmot's got that harder edge, and he's got – like I've watched him run up and down the wing, and he's got a good tank, and he's a, he's hard at it as well. So does Fagan throw Wilmot on him and say, rough him up, let's see what happens, you know? Brisbane aren't known for tagging people, but if there's going to be a tag, I think it's Wilmot to him. There's a couple of good options there. It's a really good shout. And if it's not working, maybe the Stasevich does go to him just to try and do mm-hmm. something different. But um, Stasevich yeah. is one of those underrated stoppers. He's It's kind of like a Blake Hardwick at Hawthorne, just gets the job done. Um, Damien Carroll's jumped in and just absolutely said that Dacos will run a muck on Willie. I wouldn't be shocked if a lot of people throw the VC on Dacos tonight and take mm-hmm. that chance. So, yeah, it's not a, it's not a bad shout. Um, uh, then we've got uh, Community at minus 52. At minus yep. 50 still. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's still a great buy if you if you don't have him and you just sort of want to get some cash. Oscar Baker's obviously at that minus 47 coming off 95. He's mm-hmm. on my field at the moment. I think he's he's got his role. Kay Chandler's still at minus 42, mate. Um, cool. Look, these are probably then the ones I want to ask you about. We start getting into these three. Tyler Brockman, minus 41. Jacob Van Ruin, minus 41. Both only played one game. And then, and then we've already talked a little bit about Jake Buckley, but maybe let's go with Brockman and Van Ruin to get a little bit ahead of the game. Where is your head at with those two? Yeah, just to wait. Brockman burnt me last year. He played one, one, two games. Can't no. remember what it was. And then no, play Brockman again. played two minutes of football last year, and that was in a VFL game where he did his knee, and then he uh, did his. Did was it the year before? Maybe. Yeah, year before, probably. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah, I'll wait and see what he's doing this weekend. And then who else was it? Van Ruin. So he's a, he's a key forward who had six tackles, which, you know, it doesn't happen every day. If he backs that up this week and gets his four or five, kicks a couple of goals, leads up like he was last week, like that's a potential, you know, Fergus Green, if he makes his 30, 40K this week, I might downgrade to Van Ruin. We'll just have to see how Melbourne structure up, up forward with Ben Brown and Fritch and... Yeah. And these sorts of guys. So my, my query with that is when Gorn comes back and then they've got to play Grundy up forward, there's probably no room for him. So it's it's more of just a, a time frame thing. And are you making cash or, yeah, sort of that's yeah, with, with teams like that and the premiership window that they're in, I just don't have that certainty that he's going to continue to accumulate cash. Um, he kicked two goals in the last quarter last, last week, which made his score a little bit more favoursome to where it was. 
Um, yeah, so I and Brockman, I think I like him. I think he looks really good, but I want to see him get through a few games. He'll if he if he's fit, he's shown that he's now taking the sort of Luke Bruce type role. It pushes yep. Dylan Moore up a bit more into the midfield and things. So, mate, yeah. we've had a follow up from Kanga Jacob, and I've just had a look at a few stats, um, Kanga Jacob, while you you sort of put that through on the go to the Buckley trade. It would leave me with 28 trades left, so not sure whether to use that boost. Mate, I think it totally comes down to whether you're going to put him on your field. I think Buckley's a much better option on your field. If you have to put one of them on your field, Buckley looks good. I think mm-hmm. he's going to keep generating cash, and I think he's got his role pretty much settled. Um, had a look. Goda's, Goda's already up into the positive break-even, so he's already at 22 to be his break-even. Um, so how much growth he has to go in making you cash – also, the scores that he's getting on the field probably just aren't replicating um, what Buckley might be able to do for you. So I think it's a good move. Maybe use the boost. Yep. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yep. You, you're not going to uh, get any prizes for second place there, Kanga. So, yeah, go with your nuts, mate, and make the trade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Love it. Love it. Um, all right, let's go in. And guys, please keep popping through any questions that you go. We did say we probably wouldn't go too long in this pod unless there's heaps of questions. I know everybody wants to finalise their teams and get ready and get home before Easter to watch uh, the absolute blockbuster today. Um, mate, do you want to start with your team or do you want to start with my team of what you're thinking about doing this week? And I'm happy what- to start with mine. So I'm no. just doing the two trades this week. So I have to trade out Darcy Cameron, unfortunately. And uh, Trent and Justin's mate, Justin Horn Francis, is leaving my team. So yeah, and I'm bringing in LDU and I'm bringing in Adam Sard. So I'm bringing in two players that are going to be keepers for the year. So one more time, tell everybody again. So you've gone Darcy Cameron out and Horn Francis Horn out. Francis out. Yes. Yep. And then. LDU. LDU into the middle and Saad back. So I've rotated some players forward and Chesser from defence to mid to enable me to put Saad in my back line. And mind you, I was carrying 320K cash before this round as well. So I think that's a big one for people to hear. I think the other one is you had Darcy Cameron as a forward as well. So you've still got two solid rock options sitting there for you, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. So um, we just had a comment. What do you think of Saad? I've just brought yeah. him in, the Duke. Yeah. yeah, the Duke. I love the Duke, mate. If this is the same, the Duke that chats to us on Twitter, I love his, mate. He's got great insights, good chats, good banter. 
Yeah. You, you, it's interesting, the Twitter world. I've only just got onto it a bit, obviously, since we started this podcast. And you end up getting a few guys that you sort of just go back and forth with, yeah. make you think about things in a different way. you got some that really speak your language, which is great. Um, it's good and bad sometimes, though, because you sort of sometimes waver to what they say and you think you really should go with your gut. But, mate, yeah. maybe it's a really good opportunity. I think the Duke's only just jumped on as you were talking about why you're bringing in Saad or that you're bringing him. Maybe explain to everybody why you're bringing him. What do you like okay, about so, him compared to someone out, else? Yep, out of fear of not making him a pot anymore, did you know that you get eight points every time he bounces the ball? How many? Yeah. You get a point every time yeah, someone. No, I didn't know. No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I thought you said he eight take, points for a second. I was no, like, Fuck, he right? takes he takes three steps and takes yeah. a bounce every time. So it's three bounces. Um, I think with the way that his role is, and they're playing Doherty a little bit higher up the ground now. Between those two, they're the two that are just using the ball flat out out of defence. When Saad gets the ball, he's either kicking short and looking for that handball back, and then going long, or he's going long. Same with Doherty. Doherty's raking up the numbers. He may not be getting the scores at the moment, but that's coming. Like, you've heard it here first. And this weekend, he may even go for 120, 130, and the people that traded him out are going to look silly like Ryan Parry in the chat. So, you know <laughs> what I mean? So, now, Saad and Doherty, for me, I know they're on the same team. They're both backline players. I'm going to have to work something out come buy rounds, but I reckon they're both going to be top six defenders by the end of the year. Mate, I wondered whether we were getting better at this podcast thing, but that just then was the most subtle little slap. I love it. And it's to be clear, everybody that he knows him. So it's all good. Now yeah. to continue, Bryce, Bryce, I'll get to your question in one second. I just want to finish off this Duke conversation that we're having about Saad. Um, mm. Duke's then come back and said, so is Ridley to Saad worth it? Yes. It's a I, big I, question. I, this yeah, is I'm on the Twitter S- everywhere at the moment. Yep. Ridley has been, and this is this is why I, I want to get to your answer. But this is why I stayed away from Ridley at the start. And it surprised me how many people talked about him. He's doing exactly what he does every year, and he's consistently had a ceiling up here, but then a floor down here. And now people are getting worried about both. He's doing the exact same thing he always does. I yeah. want that consistent person. So for me, yeah. Saad is way more consistent than than Ridley. But you're yeah. now having to make that sideways trade very early. Yeah. I guess with this year, we've got 36 trades. So, you know, if things aren't working out early and you want to get that primo in, go nuts. Um, but with Ridley, it's funny because Essen almost look as though previously they wanted to get the ball in Ridley's hands because he is a good user of the ball. But Redmond's taken over that role now. Yeah. So... Yep. If you're going to pick an Essendon player, I'd go with Redmond. He he had a shit-ass week last week, mind you, giving away free kicks left, right and centre. And he's not going to score that low probably for the rest of the year. Okay, but uh, for me, Ridley, yeah, you'll get your consistent 90s, 100s. He's not going to go super big. But if you're talking about to go to Saad, you've got the cash, you've got the nuts to do the deal, get it done. You're getting consistent 120s out of Saad. And we brought it up in one of our early, early podcasts that Saad scores – or averages 118 without Williams in the side. And what's he yep. been doing? He's, yeah, he's, he's the first on. three, four rounds. He's been he's averaging he's Mate, good quality. I'm going to I'm gonna cut you off there because we're getting some hot questions coming in left, right, and centre. Now, to let people know so they stay on to get their answer, Bryce, we're yep. coming to your question now. JDE will be going to you next. BKP, we're going to you. And then Charlie's after that. So hold on, guys. We're going to shorten up our answers here too because there's some great questions coming through and I want everyone to be able to make their trades before the game starts. So 
Bryce was next, and it's a really great question. Is Cornelio and Flanders a good trade out for Oliver and Chandler? I think yes. they're great options. They're, that's a great trade. Um, me, I'm Mummy and Aaron. We haven't even got to my trades this week. Cornelio and Brayshaw, I've got to get rid of Angus Brayshaw. So to me, I'm holding Cornelio um, because I just think it's too many to get rid of too quickly. But with Cornelio and Flanders to Oliver and Chandler, I reckon that's a great trade. Go for it. No brainer, mate. Go go nuts. You're going to make money out of Chandler. Flanders isn't playing. Oliver's a lot more consistent than Cornelio. That instantly makes your team 100 to 120 points better this week. Yeah, I'm still uh, – I understand the hold on Cornelio and a thousand people have told me to hold him, which I'm going to. But if I was having that type of trade, I'd be doing it. Um, the next one was uh, JDE. Good question yeah. as well. Um, I'm one of those clowns who traded in Cox. <laughs> hold or sell after the dismal round? Well, we, look, we if you listen to our podcast, we had our mate Trent on. And the, we don't just invite just our mates on. We, we made a bit of a rule. They've got to sort of get themselves to a good spot. He had himself in that top 1%. He brought in Brennan Cox. We didn't say it was the worst move. We liked what he was trying to do and, and make a bit of a ballsy call. We did say that um, Luke Ryan was probably the more proven, um, mm-hmm. and it sort of showed last week with the different different roles. So hold or sell. It's a yeah. tough call when you've just brought him in. I would say hold. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Why? Is because you. West Coast played it really smart. And whoever was playing on Brennan Cox went to the goal square. So he couldn't play that intercept type role. You'll need to watch this week to see whether uh, who plays Fremantle this week, Adelaide. Yeah. You'll have to see who goes to Cox and whether they drag him to the goal square. If that happens again, you're trading him out next week. Yeah. But if he's able to play that um, free roaming intercept marking type of play, then it's going to work in your favor. So for me, you're holding it. Yeah, just having a look, then his break even is 106. It's not horrendous. I think it's a hold one more week and and watch the game closely. As Mick says, watch the game closely and have a look at his role. Uh, BKP, uh, hey, lads. No, I'm last on, I am late on for Thurgood's dreads this week. I'm going Constable, Warple, and Canelio to Kelly, LDU, and Phillips with 300K. Now, it's good. Like, look, I don't be careful to repeat myself, but I notice people have come on a little bit late, so I'll say it quickly as well. Constable coming back in, I think. I think Constable is probably one of the holds. I'm wondering whether if he's back or listed in the team. I'm thinking maybe there's someone else you can get out, especially if you've got that much cash. Um, Warple, I don't mind the move. Like I just said, Canelio, I don't mind the move when you sort of bring in these types of players. Phillips has been on the edge of everyone's tongue. I just want everybody for food of thought. Phillips versus Rouston. Phillips, when LDU and Simkin was playing, zero CBA entrances. Rouston with a full squad at GWS. He went in still for 59% of the CBA clearances. I'm not saying Rouston is going to get the scores that Phillips gets, but I actually don't know where Phillips' job security is at mm-hmm. and whether he becomes that sub role when that team gets filled back up. So 100%. that's my food for thought. I'm not giving it a stamp. I don't really know where to go, um, but that's my that's my food for thought for you guys to sort of work out. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie, Charlie's come on with a is a JHF a hold? Well, Mix a no. Mix getting rid of him, but he's bringing in LDU and um, who? Sard. And Sard. So look, I can see why he's maybe made the move. For me, I'm pretty happy with the role he's playing. I think he'll he'll get a lot of midfield ball. He gets in for the chip kicks a lot. Um, so for me, he's a hold. 
for Mickey's a move. Like we've said, I guess it comes down to how many moves you've got to do. So yeah. I'll say really quickly before I go into these couple of questions, BKP, no worries, mate. Appreciate the response and appreciate the question. Appreciate you getting on and asking them, mate. Um, and what, while everyone's listening to, Robbie, before we get in, yep. um, because of the overwhelming response we've been having from people, you need to like, subscribe on YouTube now. So click the button, get on board, lads. You need to have subscribed to our channel to win our prizes now. It's the love and support that we're getting from the community is great and it's overwhelming at the moment. So now we're going to reward the people that reward us. So if you want to win those prizes, like, subscribe, get on board, lads. We'll keep giving you the good content. Um, my team this week, and to be clear, Ryan, I'll get to you in a second. Uh, Mail XD will get there. John Smith will get to you too. Some great questions. JDE, cheers for the subscribe, mate. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, my team this week, Angus Brayshaw is a must trade out. Um, it's just happened. Sadly, I don't have that much cash in the bank, so I can't really upgrade him without making too many moves. And I really, really don't want to use the boost. And I really want to make sure I feed some of my rookie price players to, to make sure I'm generating some cash so I don't get behind everybody. So Brayshaw's going to day, and I'm okay with that move. I think Will Day could be a – I say top six – I don't know whether he's a top six defender, but I think he'll be at some point he could sit in the D6 spot later in the year. So I'm okay with that move plus the cash it gets me to make some moves later on. And I'm really, and then I'm going to be moving Chesser to Chandler to get someone who could come on my field, even though I don't really need him to just yet um, and still generate some big cash for me. So I've held out. I'm holding Canelio. I agree with you, um, Ryan. Yep, surely people aren't trading out Cogs. He had 25 plus posies. Just a lot of clangers and freeze. Totally hear what you're saying. Um, so he'll be holding for me. And I think I've got enough players there making cash. So that's my move. It also right. allows me to have a backup uh, if Setterfield doesn't play. I can move Horn Francis up into my mids. Chandler will come on and play as my F6, which I'm more than happy for him to be that spot. So questions, questions still coming through. Let's, yeah, let's get to Mail. Thanks for the subscribe, Mail. Good lad. Yeah, uh, he's thanks, asking, mate. hey, boys, do you think I should have on my bench out of Caminiti or Harry Jones? Hot tip, mate, Harry Jones probably won't play this week and they'll um, blood Voss for his first game. So Caminiti every day of the week. That's hot. I don't have the sound bites on me in front, so I'll do the, I'll do the Paris Hilton. That's hot. Very good. That's love hot. the hot news. from Love the hot news there from Mickey Dell. Yeah. Love that. That's what we give you here on the Molten Fantasy Sport Podcast. Um. What have we got? John Smith. Ooh, interesting one. I like this. Marshall or Darcy to English. Worried about Marshall's ceiling and if I'm too late for English and should wait until he's by. I'll go with this again. Um, it's going to be wet in Melbourne this weekend at the G against Richmond. Nan Curvis is a nullifying Ruckman. He's, he's been playing well, so Nan Curvis has been scoring well. I know English has been really good but it's either been dry or indoors. So those contested marks he's been taken, not likely to happen. I don't think he scores that big this week. If you've got him, I, I probably wouldn't put the VC on him this week. If I had to tip someone from the dogs, it would either be the Bont or Liberatore. Um, so I, I anticipate that he won't score that big this week and may even drop a little bit in price. Beautiful. There you go. Mm. I like that. I still, I still, I love that you brought up Toby Nankervis. People are still sleeping. They're still sleeping on him. He's put up some good numbers. Um, I don't think What's, we have to panic yeah. too much in this. I don't think we have to panic too much in this situation. 
Um, I can understand John's question because he's got Marshall and Darcy. Um, I think that the people who have sort of like an English or a wits, they're feeling okay by holding Marshall with what's going on and what can come. So I get it. I totally get the question. Um, Um, Just for John, I've got Marshall and Darcy and I'm holding both. Which is, mate, I love your transparency. Very good. Very good. Um, (laughs) I'm going to put it up just for fun because I'll take the compliment. I'm assuming he's definitely talking about Mickey Dell. Do you have an OF, mate? What's OF? Do you know what what's what's OF? I've no idea. I don't know. I'll have know. to ask the hundreds and thousands of followers that I've got in my bank account. <laughs> is that the is that the the money that just comes through for me to just oh. like take my hat off or something? I don't know. Yeah, okay. mate. Oh, you'll have to subscribe to find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Damien Carroll, good mate yeah. of ours, and he's up and about with uh, the blue baggers getting up and about. So we love the we love the banter. Mm. Look, um, to everybody listening along, and thank you for the questions. We appreciate it. We didn't play the ads in this one, but massive shout out to the Standard Squeeze, uh, major sponsor of ours, giving away packs to people, giving away people who subscribe, get on board, get on our show, bit, biggest score of the week. So make sure you're in our, in our code, in our league, 237113, yep. um, and Snap Fitness uh, 24-7 in Epson and Bendigo. Guys, Support those who support us. If you jump on the standard squeeze, the four-in-one cup and their um, plastic bottle that helps you with the actual standard squeeze, Molten15 is the code. Um, If you pop into Snap Fitness, make sure you tell them the Molten boys sent you. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, mate, I think really quickly, really quickly, let's have a quick look at VC options. For me, I'm deciding between Dacos, Laird. You've nearly got me thinking about Libba in the wet. I don't even mind Crippers against... uh, uh, who are they playing? Um, mm-hmm. Crippers is playing North Melbourne. I don't mind mm-hmm. that as well. Um, and then looking for that C option later on, if need be. Um, again, Laird could still be the option later on if I go someone earlier on. But who are you looking at, mate? Uh, if we're looking at tonight's game, you're either going Lockie Neal or Nick Dacos. Collingwood don't tag, so expect Neal to go large. Yep. Uh, LDU or Crips tomorrow night. So they're my VC options. Yep. And to be honest with you, it's either going to be Dacos tonight or LDU tomorrow for my VC. Uh, for my C option, Laird is screaming out. And also, GWS versus Essendon, Tom Green as an inside mid. If Setterfield misses, Essendon are really lacking at proper inside mid. And that's at uh, Marvel Stadium. So he could go really large in the dry there. Yeah, really great. Good call. John Smith, you're welcome, mate. I really love that. First time my question's been read out on any and- show. I feel like a celebrity. Mate, we feel like a celebrity. Just a couple of random lads sitting in yep. and um, and talking absolute nonsense. We really Where love seeing, mate. We got, what, what? Over here, male. So male is the cousin of Ash who started the standard squeeze. Oh, who, uh, nice. Who yeah, our show. So when you see yeah. him, mate, tell him the Molten boys say day. He's a ripper lad. Hopefully male is still listening while I, while I drop the name. So that's very good. No, nah, they're unbelievable. They're unreal. Um, mate, I love, I genuinely love the product. It's awesome. It's unreal. Yeah, it I pull it out of my freezer. I, I do it straight away. It's, it's unreal. Even, and- even if I'm having a double, it pours a perfect double. Like it's not about having just that one shot. If you want that yep. double, it pours it perfectly. But do the guys, I see do one the guys more- know if they put in Molten 15 when they go to purchase the, uh, the standard squeeze, they get 15% off as 15% well. 15% off. 15% off. It's yep. unreal. I can't recommend the four-in-one cup enough. It's unreal. Um, last question, and then we're going to call it a day. Warple to LDU. Cheers, Charlie. Uh, Warple to LDU, only using one trade 
or use the second trade for Warple and JD uh, uh, Horn Francis to Chandler and Oliver have ooh, has thirty one trades. We talked about the LDU. You were very big on the take LDU this week, but I'm going to assume then, though, if he takes LDU, he's not going to really have the option of getting um, Oliver next week. That's probably going to cut into his money. I like Warple to LDU. I think that's a good move, but I also don't hate um, Warple and Horn Francis to Chandler and Oliver as well. Oh. I'm Mate, I'd nearly, uh, yeah, I would nearly say, depending on who you've got on your bench, if you're happy with your rookies, if your rookies are making cash and they're and they're and you're comfortable with your rookies being in the team. So it depends how many dead rookies you have. If you don't have many dead rookies, I would just go with Warple to LDU and look at getting Clary at another time. If you've got some dead rookies and you need to start getting some rookies, generating some cash, I'm, I would go the second one. That's my opinion. I'm just going to check out uh, Oliver's break even while we're here. Oh, have uh, you got it's, it's not that it's not horrendous. It's not horrendous. Um, no, I think he's I think he's got himself back pretty good. His break even is one eleven. He could make that. Charlie says no dead rookies, mate. I'm nearly big on then just going Warple to LDU. Yep, do that. Go yeah, with your nuts, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't need Chandler, if you got no dead rookies, if you're not looking to be Chandler or someone that goes on your field as well, um, I would just go Warple to LDU at the moment. You'll get every other. Sounds like you've got rookies that are getting you some serious cash. Then um, you'll have every chance to get Oliver at a reasonable time. That's my call. Yeah. So with the Duke's comment down there, he's going Ridley yep. to Sard, and then I don't understand that next bit. Go he's to the Jones. Go to the Jones. Or maybe he's going or go to into uh, into go to Buckley. Go to Jones into go to Buckley. I agree with the Ridley Desaad. I like Ridley Desaad. Is it? Goda? I like I like go to Buckley too if he can make that work. Yeah, 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 I agree. If that's if that's a choice thing, I'd go Buckley over Jones. Yep, mm, for yep. sure. Beautiful. All right, mate. I am going to get back to my day job. So yep. that I can actually wrap up some things and get back home to watch this game. Last point, who are you tipping tonight? It's a tough one. I've tipped Brisbane by eight points. I'm tipping Brisbane too. Remember what they did to Melbourne before the lights went out? They absolutely blew them out. Collingwood are a very good team, but no Ruckman. And when was the last time a team went undefeated throughout the year? So, yeah, I like Brisbane by four goals. Beautiful. So. Oh, really, I really want to help him quickly. Yeah. No, I can only do one of them. Uh, no, is Setterfield yeah. on track to play? Setterfield um, straight away. I would just do, I would do Ridley Desard. Yep. 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 Ridley Desard. And then Setterfield trained away from the main group, but he's expected to be picked. Yep. Yep. So make sure you got cover for that. I think it's something to think about. I think we've all got it covered. I'd be holding on to him. But, mate, this has been an absolute pleasure. We saw ourselves get up to that many views. It does really bring a smile to my face to see that many viewers that we had at certain points throughout the show, to get that many questions and that many questions from new listeners as well. Honestly, guys, we can't thank you enough for the support that you've been giving us, also the NRL boys and uh, NBA to the whole team. We really are chuffed with how this is going. Make sure you support those who support us, the Standard Squeeze and Snap Fitness Bendigo and Epson. Um, Any final words from you, Big Horse? Uh, no, just remember that if you're in our league, you have to subscribe to win the prize. If you're not in our league, it's still not too late to join. Yes, but there's going to be a prize for the overall winner. But if you top score in our league, 
and you subscribe to our channel, you win a standard squeeze pack, which is valued at just under $100. So it's it's a nice little prize to win, Robbie. It's fantastic. It honestly is a fantastic prize. Guys, please, if you're on the road today, please have a safe and very happy Easter. Make yep. sure you drive safely. Um, enjoy the time with yourselves and your families and your loved ones. Mate, same to you, Del. Be safe. Have a great Easter. And we will speak to everybody when we can next get on. But all the best, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. This has been the Molten Fantasy Sport Podcast. Peace out. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.